All right. Welcome to another episode of Come With KC. I'm Dr. Casey. And I'm Carrie. Yep. <laughs> did you did you need a minute to think about who well, you were? Because, no, because you just Holy said... Holy shit, who am I? <laughs> normally you say your last name, and so it threw me off that you didn't say the last name. So I was like, oh, well then I'm just Carrie, but you don't like when I say just Carrie. So I got thrown off a little bit, but we're good, and here we are. Don't let my personal preferences, you know... <laughs> throw you for a loop anyone that has listened to our first season yeah. has heard you got on to me at least three episodes for mm. saying just carry really talk. yeah mm, well <laughs> you learn right see it's all recorded so i can just go back and, and prove you wrong so anyways <laughs> that's gonna be the best thing that's, that's something we have in conversation like too. oh yeah you didn't say that really yeah it, it is a good thing that we do have uh proof of certain things that happened because especially if we're like kind of bickering with each other in a fun, playful way and we're like, no, this never happened. We're like, oh yeah, did it not? Ooh. Do we want to take it that far? Is that where we want to head today? <laughs> yeah, that does kind of suck on the, on my side of the argument because I never remember shit that I say and then he can just always prove it anyways. Uh, yeah. But I welcome tend to, to remember our, things. Welcome to our next episode. Welcome to the show. Um, And we actually, we have a lot going on right now and I mean, not just with the podcast, um, we're we're kind of stuck home right now. We're stuck home with children oh, right like, now. We're going on. They've been off school since Monday. And Monday we had to Wednesday. pick them up early. And then, yeah, today's Wednesday. And, and then they're off tomorrow. They're off tomorrow. Um, I'm getting the hell out of here on Friday. I'm so sorry that you might actually be stuck with them again. But I'm getting my ass to work on Friday. So if you're watching this, send sanity. help. Send help, please. <laughs> we need a care package. We need something to get us through the rest of this week because I'm going crazy. Uh, is this some cabin fever shit? <laughs> I mean, it's getting there. It is truly, truly getting there. We are I... we are on our way to The Shining right Seriously. now. I'm feeling a little jacky. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm Jack, though. In, in, Bullshit. In <laughs> You'll find out real quick. No, so, um, minus our uh, 2023 Snowmageddon, mm -hmm. um, we have a few stuff that we're working on. Yeah. Um, we have an event coming up. Yes, we do. So, if you heard our episode with Margo. Uh, well, I was going to say Lee because we did talk about it with Lee, but also yeah. Margo. Well, Margo's the one running the whole thing. I know, I know. So. Very true. Um, but I'll be honest, in this like time frame, I don't know where we're at when it comes to our recordings and when it's been released. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Um, luckily, in an upcoming episode. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I mean, have we already discussed it, though? Because I have personally talked with Margo, but like, I don't know if our viewers have heard that yet. Um, they will. Y'all will. So, um, if you haven't heard the episode yet about um, the uh, Shibari with, yeah. with Margo, uh, there's an event called Fuse that they put on. Mm -hmm. um, this event is a very like sex-positive, focused group of individuals that come together and just really focus on... Again, Exploring sensuality. Yeah, and understanding yourself and your sexuality with your partner or just t today's time and, and kind of like where we're at. So uh, we did get invited to the event, mm -hmm. and this is our first like official sex-positive event yeah. that, that we'll be going to. I'm really excited yeah. <laughs> for it. I have no idea what to expect, but that's part of the excitement is just not really knowing. Oh, absolutely it is. Of course it is. Um, <clears throat> so other than that, uh, we are in February now, and... 
we are our doing February, our February four play is yeah. live and going. Yep. So, so if you're if you're not on the list for that, there's still time to sign yep, up. It's not too late. For, it's 14 days of just things that you test that we assign you um, for you to do with your partner or solo. Mm-hmm. Really, you can. You, yeah, you want to practice a little self love? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't really see why not. This doesn't necessarily have to be geared towards relationships, yeah. but. Um, so yeah, so we're doing our February foreplay, which I love that you came up with that. Mm-hmm. Mr. Good with that's words. What, that's what I do. It's <laughs> the benefits of being a songwriter. See, <laughs> you are very talented and I'm just funny, mm. you know? <laughs> that's, that's all you got going for you? I, I'm literally just funny. Oh. Mm. And I got great tits. But other than that, I'm just funny, you know? <laughs> no, so we have the event coming up. We're doing the February challenge. Uh, we have a lot of interviews set up. I've really been enjoying these interviews. There, it's fun to get like we get to sit down with some of these people, and like keep in mind we go into these interviews with, like we don't do a pre-interview with these people. Yeah. We don't sit back and go, all right, here's the entire episode planned out. We're going to ask you these specific questions, and we want specific answers so we can keep things really concise. We like to have just conversation, and we will we will while we do like have a couple of key ideas mm-hmm. that we want to cover we try to keep it in such a way that it's just like informal back and forth conversation with input that is that is real raw and authentic i mean technically we kind of do that with all of our episodes yeah. and that's one of the things that i do really love about us is it, and i think it helps it not feel so structured mm-hmm. is we just kind of sit down and chat sometimes and it turns into an episode and um and the same thing with these people that that we're interviewing and it's but it's not just the like deconstructed version that we do it's also i'm getting a lot of information mm-hmm. like i love how much that we're learning and then our viewers are going to be able to learn because again we are very informative on like what we want to talk about yeah. but there are aspects that maybe we want a different perspective um and so to have these people come on it it's it's been great um and so I, far I, we've got a lot of a lot of interviews coming so up. many and it's not just that we have a bunch of people like actively trying to get yes on. and the good news on that front is that we have some very high profile characters coming along the way with us so you look can be you. look at us damn like I, that's just so cool <laughs> who'd have thought who'd have thought you know we did that's why that's why we're doing this in the first place because we know what the value is we do and we and we're again always trying to present it to y'all like y'all are the audience and and this is a hundred percent not this what, is 90 percent for y'all i mean a little bit this is for us oh, this bullshit 90 percent it's like 70 30 yeah, yeah. we call it 70 30 <laughs> yeah we we're doing it for a reason we, it, like just the ability to kind of sit down and provide information that you don't find in a lot of other places or we'll listen to a podcast on sex and sexuality and they're either very um, egocentric it's the people talking about just themselves the entire time yeah. or it's or really dry or really dry or it's very like lecture sounding or it's single people yeah, coming together like to give you like a real like, woman, which is fine but <clears throat> there wasn't a whole lot. they're gonna come together and give you relationship advice yeah or or it's just a lot of like dating which is very beneficial. It's just not necessarily our market. Right. Either. We do like talking about dating, yeah, but absolutely. we're more geared towards marriage. We're more geared towards long-term. Let's call it long-term relationships because yeah. it's not necessarily marriage. It's it's really, really not. I mean, if you're committed with someone and, and y'all are trying to grow together, then this is definitely the podcast yeah. for you. And you know us. Like, we're... Even just the two of us, mm-hmm. we consider our dating relationship vastly more important than our marriage. <laughs> I, in all honesty, like, yeah. We celebrate like, harder on our dating anniversaries than we do our marriage anniversary. Well, because in all honesty, like dating 
I, I think that's also what keeps us like fresh and, and like current with each other. Yeah. Is the dating aspect. Yeah, we try to keep that view in like right in the center, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what we want to help other people do is so you're not passing that point of we're married. Um, I have the thing and now I'm going to just treat it. With, it's the thing and there oh, it yeah, is. Like, like, I ha- like I have it and, I, and yeah. I don't even know the fucking words I'm trying to use right now. Okay. Hopefully you're getting the point of what I'm trying to make here is that you lose – people tend to lose the value in their relationship mm-hmm. once they cross a threshold of being married for a while. Yeah. It's like I have it and uh, they – have taken possession of it and they stop caring as much which is honestly why this like february foreplay is so important yeah because it will help you kind of like reignite anything that you might have like fall fallen off of or maybe like kids have made mm-hmm. things more difficult like trust us we do understand that like again we've said this a dozen times we both have businesses we have kids like it's it's hard but yeah. we choose to make the time yeah. for, for one another. So but in part, in part, our kids drive the conversation that we have on these episodes too. Yeah, absolutely. That's like what we wanted to talk about a little bit today. Yes, actually, actually is, yeah. So I'm in, I'm in Walmart yesterday, yeah, braving the the thin layer of ice and snow that's on the ground. Yes, and I watching my all to Walmart. Why stay home with the kids? <laughs> watching all the fun drivers on the road just sliding about or like pumping their brakes, doing all sorts of crazy stuff, yeah. trying to drive through this. And I'm in line, and I watch this little kid who is trying to get their parent, their dad, to buy him something. And they're just sitting there like, Dad, 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 and trying and trying. And the dad's like, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's his response to every question. Maybe. I hated maybe, maybe as a kid. May, right? I, I hate maybe, maybe as an adult. True. But maybe as a kid, you're like, I, I, so I'm in limbo it's now? It's ambiguous, right? <laughs> yeah. So that that's like the, the first thing I want to talk about today is think about the last time that you used or you were told Maybe, you know, whenever, whenever we have kids or whenever you were a kid, you were told maybe for a couple of big reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, one is because your parent was trying to uh, delay the consequence of saying no, right? Especially if it's a younger kid and they're told no. Which it, now as a parent, I kind of get it. You kind of get it, right? <laughs> kind of like, get it, but <laughs> I know that if I tell my kid no, they're going to blow up or they're going to have a tantrum and then I'm going to be dealing with this whole other thing. So instead of saying no, I'll say maybe. Yeah. Or they're trying to delay the conversation long enough for the kid to forget. Now, we're heard that all the time, right? Like, yeah. we're told that from the time that we're a kid all the way up through adulthood, and we start using it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We start using it in our personal lives with friends. You know, hey, can you come on Friday night? Maybe. Maybe. I don't have to answer right now. I can delay the conversation, and <laughs> maybe a, they'll forget they invited me. That's a future me, me problem. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so you start, but you start using it, and then you start using it in your relationships. And we want to draw attention to the fact that whenever you're using it in terms of fantasy and kink, that maybe is not such a good thing, and you should start to recognize when you're using it. Yeah, because it's not, it's not a definite answer, and when you're doing something like this with your partner, there needs to be a definitive yes or no. Yeah. There Being is, decisive is hugely beneficial in a relationship. It really is, and especially when you're moving forward with your partner. I'm going to go on the sexual side of this, but there's also an emotional side of it. Oh, for sure. But on the sexual side of it, a maybe for me would be a no maybe is a no in that aspect because maybe is not consent right and that is definitely one thing that we want to like draw so um if you and i are having this like discussion and and i'm telling you i want to do this act and you present me with a maybe that doesn't leave me knowing where i stand anymore Mm -hmm. and in this beautiful world of, of consent 
And consent is such a big word. I feel like that's like that should be the word of 2023 is consent. <laughs> it should be the word of every year. I know, but I do <laughs> love that it. It's people are more drawn to to the attention of that word. Before we would talk about consent, and I mean, people would almost look at me like blankly, you know, like, mm. huh? But now it's starting to like arise a little bit more. Well, we have and a lot so of movements, a lot of activism out there that's like do, drawing I, attention to consent and revocation mm-hmm. of consent and everything about consent. I mean, I remember the last episode we talked about um, with one of the girls that actually interviewed us, yeah. and when we brought oh, so up, yeah, Sarah with uh, <laughs> yeah, when we brought sex up and bacon revoking consent, she was like. Okay. She, like, well, she was talking about how the importance of being like, yes, that's a great lens to look at it, is uh-huh. revocation of consent after marriage. And so, again, going back to the, the maybe concept, like it, it's just leaving you in limbo and in a relationship, and, and it's just not super recommended because you're not actually growing at that point when you just toss out a maybe. Yeah, because like we said, right, maybe is going to just delay a conversation. And some people, whether they realize it or not, are going to use maybe because it allows them to delay Mm self-reflection and emotional processing. So if you come to me and you're like, hey, listen, I have this new fantasy or this new kink I want to try out, and here's what it is, I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe. What I've done is because I've become so used to hearing maybe throughout my life mm-hmm. is now I'm telling myself to delay it. Yeah. I'm, I've used maybe uh, almost as a, as, just, as a weapon to be like putting a shield up mm-hmm. for myself. So now I'm not emotionally processing what you just said and I'm not really having any self-reflection about how you know, the, the act could go. So I'm refusing to explore it at that point. I'm mm-hmm. delaying it instead of facing it. What's funny is this like a hypothetical situation you just brought up actually made me feel bad when you said maybe. I was like, oh, this is hypothetical. But like, it was so funny. Like, it kind of brought me back to that like child where I like asked for something and they said maybe. But you're like, oh, what? This makes like, no sense. Like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> like, and you know, it's just funny because you brought the concept to me at first and I was like, okay, like, I don't really see why that matters. But as you explained it, I was like, oh, it, it actually really does. Like, yeah. And, and I didn't even think about it as, like, the person saying maybe. Like, you're putting that on the back burner yeah. at that point. You're doing it to yourself. So you're actually, yeah. you're, you're, it's a detriment, it's a disservice mm-hmm. to yourself, which we all understand how important, or we hopefully understand how important self-love and self-identity are. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're telling your brain, forget about it, delay it, don't worry about it, don't think about it. Well, and then imagine the partner, so then what, you have to, like, bring it back up, you know? And so, then that would be uncomfortable for the person that presented something to their partner yeah. and then got a maybe and then now the as the other partner party we're like waiting like yeah. oh, so now i'm left with this maybe mm-hmm. concept that i don't have an answer yes or no uh and so i can definitely see how not being upright up and upfront can really be a detriment to y'all growing together and understanding each other more yeah absolutely so start recognizing whatever start start wow shit begin to recognize when you're using something like maybe and then ask yourself wait why am i saying maybe right now Mm -hmm. if you've just brought something to me or i'm bringing something to you and it's responded to with a maybe you it's important for you to recognize try to in that moment that you've just done the very thing we're trying to tell you to move away from so how can you recognize well i just said maybe Point it out to your partner. Yeah. Like, you work as a team. I mean, yeah, I was about to say. I mean, sometimes you have to point something out that I say because I'll be like, I don't say that. And then I say it and you point it out and I'm like, fuck, I don't oh. say that. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, of course, do it in, in, a, in a nice, non judgmental, respectful way. Yeah. Hey, you know, I noticed that you just said, you just responded with maybe to this this fantasy or kink that I'm having. Um, 
does that maybe like let's dive into why why are we using maybe right now um is it because you're afraid to say no because you think it might spark conflict mm-hmm. um is it because easily enough you may not have an answer for it right then and you may want time to reflect on it and which is completely okay so then instead of saying yeah maybe say hey listen um i don't really have an answer right now i got a lot going on in my mind or on my plate Mm -hmm. um let me take some time to really think about that and then let's talk about it on friday at dinner yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, and I like this that you're putting a timeline to it too, yeah. because as the person say, you know, in this scenario, I propose the want, mm-hmm. and then you said, "Hey, um, this just isn't really the best time." I would be super respectful of that, and I would totally understand. But then I would be like, mm, "But then when is it?" You know, and so to like put like a timeline to it, I think that's super important, and also for yourself to give you a chance to to think about whatever the discussion was, and and then like you said put mm-hmm. hey at this time then yeah. then we, we can you know we, we do it with everything in our lives like anybody that is successful does that with everything in their life they schedule times out they give themselves deadlines they give themselves task lists to do's and yeah. everything else why the fuck would you not put that into your sex life and your relationship i mean that's true yeah like I sit didn't... down with each other and be like all right listen i have this i want to discuss with you you know this is a big one especially if like oh my god mm-hmm. our conversation last night which one? Our conversation about dominate, like uh, oh, yeah, about yeah. dom and sub. Mm-hmm. Our conversation about shifting perspectives and our roles in the relationship. Mm-hmm. We had this like massive conversation last night, which we was did. it was super productive and it was fun. But it was one of those ones where, like, in the moment, in my head, I'm like, oh, I I need some time to process. Some I like of- to stun him when I say things. Absolutely. Sometimes it is a delivery, and most times it's on purpose. <laughs> Just keeping me on my toes, right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 14 years in, I got to keep you on your toes. So we have this conversation last night. If you're okay with me. Okay, I mean, like, I know we're going here, like, but let's, yeah, fuck it, let's I like care. gain some consent first, right? I'm an right? open book. Yeah, thank you, actually. <laughs> let's, no. let's do that. We'll gain consent on Maybe. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, let's, let's dive into that. So we were watching uh, White Lotus. White Lotus. Um, during our snowmageddon, yes, uh, laying on the couch, fire blazing, blankets cuddled, cocktails of plenty. At this point, and I'm pretty sure I just looked over at you and I was like, "Pause. Um, I want you to be a dumb." Yeah, <laughs> like that was a that was in the moment. I was like, "Wow, that's a big ask," because it really is, especially because a you're a brat. <laughs> you're so bratty. But B, because that has not been our traditional relationship structure. It's never been our dynamic. So, of course, I, I'm meeting that with, whoa. Okay, we've been together for 14 years, and that is a request to entirely shift the structure, the very core of the roles that we have in our relationship. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to meet that with maybe. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. What I am going to meet that with is that's a lot to take in. Uh, let me have some time to think about that. And we're going to circle back around to it on a given date. But in all honesty, like me bringing something up so like extreme, I do that often. Um, <laughs> I really do. I, and and know, it, it makes no sense at the time of when it like, I don't know, but I do that often. Um, and you've never actually made me feel silly for it, no. but, and, and you talk through things really, really well. And in a future episode, we'll let you know how that worked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I do love that I I'll be can... sure to tell her what she can and can't say. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There it is. Yeah. That's the brat. That's <laughs> All right, being a brat. No. Um, but 
I'm <coughs> sorry, guys. I'm like getting over being sick. Um, but I think it's important to note that, right? Like, I came to him last night. I brought up something that I've never brought up before. Um, and you didn't say maybe. We kind of discussed it. And we, we left it a little bit up in the air. And I, yeah. I'm sure we're going to have more discussions on it mm-hmm. later. Um, but you need to be able to present a safe place for you and your partner to come together and just yeah, we talk about comfort all the want. time. It's one yeah. of the three C's, right? So it is. And what, where were we last night? Comfortable environment, Very right? Comfortable. We're laying on the couch, mm-hmm. we're sipping on some drinks, watching a TV show that we love, and we're able to just have uh, an open conversation based upon like the goings uh, goings on of the day. Yeah. So that, like that was brought, but that the whole point of it being <laughs> is that if I had met that with oh maybe. All that's doing is delaying my own self-reflection because I have to figure out how I feel about that. Uh, I have to figure out what that structure would look like. I have to figure, like, there's a lot to process on both the physical and emotional level. So I don't want to meet that with maybe because now it pushes it back in my mind. What I want to meet that with is I hear you. Um, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you led with your brat. <laughs> <laughs> you dom a brat. It's possible. It's entirely possible. People tame lions for <laughs> they can do it. It can happen. <laughs> but there's there's a lot to process there. So again, instead of being met with maybe, it's it's met with look. I, I get it, and uh, let's talk about it further. Um, let's set a time and day that we're going to get together and we're going to dive further into it. So now I have that deadline in my mind, so which allows me to go through and do what I do best, which is like research and figuring things out and making a plan. And And that's actually what I was just about to say. If you're weighing my options, right? If you're the brat, right? Asking or, uh, you know, proposing something, understand how your partner accepts things or takes things in or how they process stuff. Like that's an important aspect to any time that you're making an ask for someone is knowing how it's going to be received and respecting that response. But I do love this message that we're sending out is when you are going through and you are making the ask. Mm -hmm. And if your partner says, maybe ask them why the maybe, why is it a maybe? Do you need more time? Yeah. Is it a hard no, but you just don't want to say it. There are ways that you can kind of get around it if you do get that maybe response. Yeah. So if, if it was going to be a no and you're, they're asking you, are you saying that it's a no? Are they uncomfortable with saying no? Are they uncomfortable with being decisive? Mm-hmm. Do they feel like it's going to like cause a breakdown in communication if they do provide you with a no to the thing that you're requesting? So that's why we say make it a non-judgmental and comfortable space for you to be in. Yeah. So if your partner is like, hey, listen, that sort of thing really isn't for me. Um, it's not something that I'm interested in. It's a no from me. They need to be able to feel comfortable to say that. Mm-hmm. And then you need to be able to feel comfortable hearing that. Yeah, and receiving that no. Yeah. That's super important in it because if you don't receive the no well, you're going to continue to get maybes in the future. Yep. Because uh, if if your partner starts seeing that every time that you're told no, mm-hmm. is that it is met with a, a negative response, they're going to stop telling you no. Yeah. And they're going to be like, eh, maybe. Yeah. And then the, then that maybe is going to come back, right? Yeah. Because then you're going to get the child in the middle of the grocery store kicking and screaming, throwing a fit. And that's what you actually what we're trying to. Yeah, we want to avoid that. Get, yeah, we're trying to get away <laughs> from that, you know. <laughs> Um, so the other big topic that we do want to go ahead and discuss, and one thing that I want to bring in, um, I didn't, I, I I didn't realize how well that maybe conversation was going to (laughs) go, truthfully. Um, but it's something that I've been talking a lot about with clients and, and just friends. And, 
Um, I, I want to bring this up, but I'm also wanting to bring this up to get a response from our audience. Oh, so this absolutely. is going to be a little bit more like hands-on, if you will, but mm -hmm. I would love to know y'all's feedback on strip clubs with your partner. Yes. It's been a really big topic lately. It has, hasn't it? it I, and I don't know why. I don't know if like all of a sudden, like, or maybe I like set it to my phone and then yeah. my phone started like <laughs> popping up and showing me everything, but... Um, I'm in a. a I'm at night next to your phone, just going strip clubs, strip clubs, strip clubs, strip clubs. Which is a funny story. Um, if you have listened in the past, um, I've never been to a. Harry strip club. has never been to a strip club. Not once. I, I tried once, long time ago, and they wouldn't let me in. It was two girls, me and yeah. a friend, and they're like, "You have to be accompanied by a male or you cannot get in which um, the, the times have changed it's not yeah as... this was like i swear this was like 15 years ago <laughs> maybe even longer i think i like just turned 18 so this was a long time ago but yeah i got told no and so i just actually had never attempted to go back um but i think it's a very interesting topic because i'm in this girl group and it was brought up as do women in this group think that going to a strip club is cheating? See, and it's that's such a good question because the responses are typically going to be very uh, one-sided and very narrow-minded as well. Uh, yes, there were a lot of that, but it was honestly pretty evened out. I was really surprised because when I, I saw that question, I was like, fuck yes, this is great content. <laughs> Save it for the podcast. Yeah, and so like, I pull it up and I'm, and I'm reading a lot of it. And there were definitely a decent amount of women saying, um, no, it's not okay. Now, yeah. I did go one step further. And with going one step further, all the people that said no, I went to their profiles and I looked. <laughs> did a little stalking on them. We're calling it research. It's just you. research. Research. They were older women. Yeah. So I am curious if that's a little bit more of like a generational thing. Or yeah, like, like a, how does the general public view strip clubs in the first place? Yeah, like, and so when I went through and I was looking at a lot of them, the people are like, no, that's disgusting, that's cheating, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it was older women. And then the younger ones were like, you know, it's not necessarily as bad as people think it is. Um, there was a, a lot of strippers that were, were responding and were like, look, we don't want your man. Yeah. Like, we have no desire for your man. There was one lady that posted and she was like, I was a strip club owner. Uh, and she goes, and I can tell you out of the 15 years, she goes, not one person started dating their client. Like, she goes, that's just not how it is. Um, and so it was a very, like, interesting mm -hmm. perspective on, on that and to kind of see, like, this generational mindset on – yes, it's okay, or like, no, I wouldn't do that. Um, one unique one that I saw, which I could actually get on board with, is one of the ladies was like, well, considering my husband doesn't have a job, and if he's spending my money, I'm like, <laughs> I can understand that one too. Um, but I think as long as there's like that like sense of communication mm -hmm. and giving that consent, yes, you can go and do that, yeah. and you're having that conversation with your partner. Yeah. Well, so let's start there, right? Okay. Let, let's start there. Let's take a step back and look at the conversation as a whole. Is what, ha what conversations have you and your partner had about A, attendance mm -hmm. at a strip club? And B, what constitutes cheating in your relationship? Yeah. This, I think that this is such an important topic because I think that people have this assumption about what constitutes cheating in a relationship, and they never have the conversation with their partner. So one party is like, well, I, I would consider having flirtatious online messaging with 
another person, regardless of, of sex, regardless of gender or anything, mm-hmm. as cheating, while the other person might say, well, I do that all the time. I never really thought it was cheating. I thought it was just harmless, yeah. flirtatious conversation. If you don't have that conversation, you don't establish your ground rules and your boundaries about what you're comfortable with, you aren't going to ever move forward from that. So the step one in that strip club conversation is to have the larger conversation about boundaries in the relationship yeah. and what the expectations of the relationship are, which is something that should be had earlier on Yeah, as you start to move into a longer term relationship, right? So sitting down with a partner and being like, hey, let's talk about what we're comfortable with, what we're uncomfortable with, hard limits. Let's get up that yes, no, maybe list, not just for sexual acts, Mm -hmm. but for acts within our relationship, interpersonal communication, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff to find out really where we both stand and how we might be able to move forward. So as like a male perspective, um, how do you view like strip clubs? Like if I went to like a male strip club, because I will say in some, I mean, I've never been, but some of the male strip, like strippers, I mean, they're literally like grabbing these girls and it's very like, they're like dry humping them. And they're like, yeah. I mean, I get that strippers are doing the same thing. You know, they're like in, they're, like, in your face and like <laughs> popping it. And I understand that, but I almost feel like there's more physical touch in a male strip club. Then there is a See, female. I have no objective data there because I've never I've never been to a male strip club, I mean, I, and I'm, I I'm and I refuse to take it. my ideas from like Magic Ooh. Mike. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've seen like videos of girls at strip clubs, and and I've heard. I mean, like very aggressive, like in your face, doing. Yeah. I mean, like in your face, helicopter, like all of that. <laughs> and so Helicoptering in all your face. of it. Yeah. Just like right around it, you know, yeah. <clears throat> but just <laughs> all over. But. I am curious, though, on your perspective, because I, is it like when it comes to like the cheating concept, is it touch? Is it sight? And that's exactly. what you have to kind of understand. Like you can go to a strip club and not get a dance. Yeah. Then is that cheating? Does the dance become cheating? Right. Does the touch become cheating? Does the sing become cheating? Uh, it's in the, it's in the details. It is. And was it the devil's in the details? Yeah. I mean, and that's super important to sit down and discuss. And that's why I love that you brought up the yes, no, maybe. It could be that like. Yes, I'm okay with you going to a strip club. You have a group of people. You can't get a dance. Yeah, you have a group of people that are going out. Because if, especially if it's coming from someone who has like never been to a strip club and goes, I I don't even know what it looks like on the inside. Uh, and you're able to talk to them and be like, hey, look, you're going to walk inside and there's going to be a whole bunch of tables. There's like a whole main stage, but there's a whole bunch of tables that are not even near this main stage where you're not being like, no one's clockwork oranging you and like forcing your eyes open to stare at naked women right it's yeah. it is like a club scene but there just happens to be naked women dancing and that's where the club doesn't maintain to be the focus hole. right <laughs> you know so but the, what my point being is that there's a difference between just sitting in a chair somewhere mm-hmm. where there is naked women dancing or men dancing around you mm-hmm. versus actually having somebody sitting on your lap giving you a dance like putting their tits in your face or, yeah. or getting undressed in front of you. Do you have to do this the whole time? Like, do you have to like keep your hands <laughs> no. up? Because you're not allowed no. to touch, right? It depends on the club. It depends on where you're at. I just feel like I'd be like this the whole time. You know, somebody that's like, <sighs> hands on the lap. <laughs> no, it depends. It depends on where you go. Look, now, I mean, the truth is I haven't been to a strip club since, I mean, since we started dating. Yeah. Right, and so it becomes difficult for me to be like, "Oh, they, here is your ABCs." No, we, me and Carrie had a discussion. Yeah. She was like, "I don't want you going to a strip club." So I said, "Okay." Like it's, that was a very early on yeah. in our relationship, and that's actually interesting because it's not one that we've like 
gotten back into. I think at this point, the only reason I'd be upset if you went to a strip club if I wasn't with. I was going to say is if it was without you. Yeah, that would be the only time I'd be upset. And I'd be like, you motherfucker. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know I've been wanting to go. <laughs> How rude. I do have a birthday coming up. I'm just saying. That is true. Um, But so, I mean, to take it back to it, whenever yeah. we're talking about like what's okay, what's not okay, just sitting down with your partner and just figuring that out. Um, open-mindedly mm-hmm. keep that that's like the key point there yeah. open-minded now but you never answered my question do how I, would you feel if i went to a male strip club without you without me <laughs> no uh, would I, you want to be with i've never been to a male strip club I, I, that doesn't i mean that doesn't matter you know what goes on i actually don't <laughs> that's, that's the point that's what i'm trying to say is i don't i am it's ignorant the same fucking thing as is it girls yes. is it Instead of titties flying, there's dicks flying. It's the same I, thing. I, maybe. maybe. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just talking out of my ass. But yeah, see, that you love doing that. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I would I would honestly, if you were like, hey, you want to go what, to go to one? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Do they let guys in? I have no idea. I, I mean, I would, I would imagine no so. I bet a lot of their income comes from guys. True. That's so, true. We don't discriminate against sexuality here. They're going to start assuming things. That's true. So no, if you if you asked me to go with you, if you were like, I want you to go with me, yeah, I'd go. I'm like, Would yeah, you sure. be mad if I got taken on stage? Because you know they'd pick me. <laughs> There's the ego. There it there is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I'd bat my eyes at them. Uh, no, I think I think the last time that I went to a strip club that somebody was actually taken on stage was it was a birthday yeah. or a no, it wasn't a bachelor party. It was a birthday, and it was I was probably nineteen. At the time, it was the clubhouse in Dallas, mm-hmm. and we had somebody taken on stage, and they bent him over, paddled him, reached down the back of his pants, grabbed his underwear, and ripped them from the back all the way up, like ripped it hurt your them. Balls? Yes, it would. Wow. Yes, it would, and and it was paid for. You, you had to pay for it, and they put them a little birthday show on Ooh. stage. I don't know. I'm holding my crotch as if I have balls, but like, uh-huh. ow. Yeah. <laughs> I bet, I mean, I bet, I bet some guys are super into that, yeah. though. So, I've been, it's funny, because, like, as few times as I've been to strip clubs over the years, I've been to, like, the most extreme ends of a strip yeah. club. Like, I've been to, like, oh, this one like is... a donkey show? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but in Panama... <laughs> if, you do, if you don't know what a donkey show is, don't look it up. Uh, but in Panama, I went... Where'd you go to Panama? No, that was, that was again, eight, 20 years old, 21 years old. That was long before you and I. I went to Panama with some friends. Yeah. And we went to, we were going to a casino down there, and then we were taken to a strip club down there. It was called, I don't remember what the name of it was. Uh, but it was, there was full on two women had sex on stage. Oh, really? Yes. It was like, well, it, not everything weird. was I just normal. I expect that, I guess, on stage. It was like everything was normal, everything was fine. We had our group with us, mm-hmm. and then like lights went out. And there, you could see like people moving around on stage. And whenever the lights came back up, it was like a fur rug and a couch. And they proceeded to have an entire show on stage. Hmm. And it, I remember being like, not expecting that at yeah. all. And we were kind of like, it wasn't like everybody sitting there going like, the, you know, staring in. It was more of like, oh, okay, that's happening. <laughs> right? We're just going to let gonna, that happen. We're, gonna, we're just going to continue <laughs> our conversation. Like, yeah. cheers to you guys, like, for, for being there. But we're going to hang out over here now. So, again, really, it is it is just about, like, uh, I love that you brought up the, the checklist because that can really go into every freaking scenario with your partner. Yeah. Um, but I also say, like, ladies, if you're uncomfortable with it, lighten up a little bit. 
Um, you can go, or figure out why you're uncomfortable. With exactly, it. have that do some self exploration. Yeah, I, I did mean like a, like your own personal like with yourself. Why am I uncomfortable with it? In the beginning of our relationship, I was uncomfortable with it, yeah. but that was also because we weren't where we are now. Like. Right. I'm comfortable with you. I trust you. So that security was not established it, at the time. It wasn't. And and then there's also this, like, something I've never done before, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what to expect. It was the same thing. Again, if you've listened to our podcast, it's the same conversation about porn, right? Yeah. Like, in the beginning of our relationship, hard no, like, absolutely not. And now, like, we send each other porn videos all the time. Yeah. And, and that, but it, it grew. And, and I will tell you, anyone that's listening to this and you think it's a hard no for you, understand how much you can actually grow with your partner when you start to relinquish some of those, like, jealousy or some of those, like, <clears throat> feelings of the I don't know. Um, once you kind of release that, mm-hmm. it really does, you end up growing with your oh, partner. Oh, it's one of the reasons why I like our dynamic. You're the here's how to do it. And I'm like, the why do we do it in the first place? We yeah. have that conversation, yeah. And so my advice on that is to, again, go back to like, well, why do I feel this way in the first place? Mm-hmm. If my partner's coming to me with something um, like us going to a strip club or us watching porn together mm-hmm. or even further than that, depending on what the what the act may be, yeah. it is super important for you to go back and be like, this makes me uncomfortable. Why does it make me uncomfortable? Why do I have these ideas in my head about... Uh, about why mm-hmm. you know why I feel this way. Explore them and <laughs> and revisit them. A lot of times we build these core values, these principles, and then we just almost religiously stick to them. We never let them go. We hold on tight, and they're so ingrained in us that we never even question them anymore. It becomes dogmatic, and so it's important for you in your relationship when these things are brought to you is to figure out why. Why do you feel this way? Like explore it a little bit further and then begin to ask yourself, is there, would it be possible for me to change these views? Mm-hmm. Um, who can I talk to? What sort of conversations can I have around, around these, these established principles that I have? Um, if I'm open to changing them in the first place. Yeah. So let's dive in. Right. And, and I think it's also really important that maybe the unknown is so severe for you that you can't move past that. I, I would encourage you to go to one. See what yeah. it's actually about. If you're not ready to go with one with your partner, have that discussion with them. Maybe go, or if, if they allow it at the club, maybe go with like a few of your friends and see what it's about. Yeah. Um, again, I, I have never been, but I have a lot of clients that are strippers. I have clients that have gone a thousand times over. I have friends that have. Like I, I've heard so much about it at this point that I don't have such a negative mindset anymore. Um, but I think a lot of it was when I was younger, it was just the unknown. Yeah. I just didn't know. So. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. And we can guarantee you that anybody that, that has that uncomfortable feeling of like, well, I'm afraid that my my spouse is going to hook up with one of the yeah. with one of the dancers. That's not going to happen. Yeah, they don't care about your partner. They, <laughs> they care, care about, about the their money. yeah. They care about their wallet, not their yeah, heart. Like, right? And and that's one of the the awesome things that I talked about that post um, in the group that I'm in, and and that was multiple people said that strippers said that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say dancers. I don't want to keep saying strippers, but dancers said that uh, a lot of the owners were saying the same thing they're like it's just it's not about that like there's almost this like mental like wall or barrier that it's goes work. between it is it's, it's work. work like I don't want to fuck my clients no. it's the same thing that we hear you from... don't want to fuck your patients like it's not exactly. like that you're just in a different mindset it's the same thing that we hear whenever we listen to interviews with like porn stars whenever like it's work, it's work. 
Like I'm at my job at that point. I'm not sitting here thinking about how much I enjoy this person and the connection that we have. No, they're thinking about, like, I'm trying to get paid, um, and this is what I need to do to do that, or this is what I've chosen to do to do that. I'm pretty sure they're more like, do I have enough glitter on? <laughs> is this a cute outfit? I really need to wear some different heels next time. Yeah, like <laughs> they're, they're not thinking about your man, you know? Um, <clears throat> and so I think, again, like what we've been discussing is just to have that conversation. Even back to the maybe concept. It's yep. about having that conversation with your partner, feeling comfortable enough to be able to sit down and, and express the things that you want or the things that you don't want. And then if it is something that you don't want mm-hmm. and you know that your partner does, then maybe, like you said, do some do some self-reflection and, and try to like figure out the why. Why? Yeah. Why is it a no? Yeah, You know that's always my number one. What's the narrative that you've built? for yourself around mm-hmm. sex, sexuality, and all these topics. And where did, like, really try to dive into where those ideas came from in the first place. Did they come from your parents? Did they yeah, come from your, your friends? Did like, they come from your your church? Did they come from... I mean, mine was 100% my childhood, like, looking back. Like, oh. the concept of, like, nudity and women and everything was just, like, it was so negative. And it took me a lot of, like, growing and, and realizing and being more comfortable also within my own skin mm-hmm. to to kind of like break free from that. And and I strongly encourage anyone to do that. It's yeah. it's it's nice on this side. It's it's fun. <laughs> There's a lot less stress. <laughs> There's a lot on less stress this side and, it's, of things. and it's just it's a lot more fun when you not I'm not saying like yeah, you have to go to strip clubs to have fun or you have to do these kinky acts to have fun, but when you release this like hold that you have on your sexuality, there's so much fun and pleasure that can be had. Oh, for sure. Release the hold. I thought you were going to say release the whore. <laughs> well, now I am. No. <laughs> and if you need to, if you're somebody like me, do some reading on it. Like, go find some books. Read read through, like, the top of my head, like, Ethical Slut would be, mm-hmm. would be a good one because you can start to get a, a better view about maybe why people, other people that do not think along the same lines that mm-hmm. perhaps you do, make the decisions they make and why their decisions are okay. Why you should maybe... Maybe just hold yourself into a certain regard and understand that other people don't hold themselves in that same regard. Yeah. And their bubble is okay. It's fine. Like they're they're doing no harm, right? As mm-hmm. long as they're not harming the people around them, it's okay. Unless they have consent. Unless they have <laughs> consent. Unless they have consent. <laughs> oh Lord. So what else you got today? I mean oh, we we were talking of we're talking about opening up in relationships and conversation. We're talking about strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I think this is a good episode, babe. I think it was good, too. Yeah. So uh, keep following along. Uh, if you can, we would love this whole, what's the thing that you say about you? Not, yeah, about YouTube. Share, like, subscribe, whatever that thing is. <laughs> I don't have that down. Sus- subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you're following us on social media or yep. Instagram. Come with Casey. Uh, ensure that if we are asking questions, we want to hear from you guys. Yes, you I know, really want to hear about this topic. I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm not just saying that. Comment below in, in the section and in the YouTube shit. Yeah. Like, let us know. What is your opinion on it? Because this is just the first time we're discussing it. We're going to have another discussion after we get some feedback from it. We may yeah. even call some people on to be on the show and yeah. give their opinion on it. Yes, um, and whenever whenever you're listening and you have a thought in your head, oh, I wonder about X, Y, or Z, you're not the only person wondering about that. I can <laughs> guarantee you there's many others out there that have the same line of questioning going through their head. So if you're the person that speaks up, 
it's going to benefit not only you, but all those other people. So do it for yourself and do it for those around you, the and community, do and do it for Carrie, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing that I want to say is that um, if you are following us and you want to get on this February 4 play, you can go to the link in our bio. Uh, you can fill out the form there. It's never too late. Just because this is day one doesn't mean you can't join on day six, seven, or eight. Yep, and we can send you all the previous ones, yeah. too, if it's something that, that you want. Um, so, yeah. Cool. All right. So, for another episode of Come With Casey, I'm Dr. Casey. And I'm just Carrie.